Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's now time for news headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 941. Well, a high speed chase. Uh, it has resulted in the deaths of two teenagers.、Uh, emergency crews were called to the area of South Airport Road intersection and Highway 81 just after midnight.、Uh, an 18 year old and a 17 year old were pronounced dead on the scene. Life flight took, them to an,、uh, took another to a nearby hospital, but investigators say there was also no indication of illegal alcohol or drug use at the time. And they said it was a police chase? Yeah, it was a high speed one vehicle rollover near,、Ooh. near Norfolk. Um, so, I don't know a lot of the details, but the, they're, you know, they had to life flight one of the kids out of there, but there were two fatalities in the accident. And tonight, the community of Blair is going to learn about plans for the old Dana College campus. Closed back in 2010, and since then, it's been a target for vandals, received major damage during a hailstorm in 2014. Well, tonight, at a meeting that starts at 6 o'clock, developers from Omaha are going to discuss what could be in store for I, the campus. They should shoot a, fin-、uh, a season finale of The Walking Dead on the campus. <laughs> it oh is my ready、God. to go. You bet it is. It is, it is a, a set from The Walking Dead.、Yeah. When's the last time you went out by there? Oh, Well, I mean, you got to drive off the beaten path. I'll, I'll drive through it. I'll drive、right. through Blair to Takama. I'm sure they've done nothing to it. Well,、I'm、they、sure. show it、it's、on、hilarious. the news. They show in its curtain case, and it looks like a scene out of a movie. Okay. It's a little overgrown grass. Come on, make some money. I mean, it wouldn't be terrible to fix it up. I'm just saying, right now, it's ready to shoot a movie. <laughs> yes. Get the cash and then fix it up. Let's do it. Remember how we used to、uh, blow up? Somebody blew up their farm for children of the corn. That's right. That's、oh, right. Wow. The guy、really? who was an、yeah. Iowa farmer sold his、uh, cornfields to Hollywood. I think it was a pretty good price tag for that finale、so. of the horror movie Children、Why? of the Corn where it blows up. I think it'd be awesome if someone stood up at this thing tonight and said, I believe we should submit this to Hollywood and make some cash off it. I'm sure your、on. neighbors are never happy when you're like, I'm going to blow up my property <laughs> for a movie. <laughs> I'm going to cash the check、yeah. and be on a helicopter out of here. You're like, what does that do for the rest of the neighborhood? You're like, property values are a little low. Everybody's afraid that there's some demon living in the cornfield, and then there's also the smoking ash of the guy who last did it.、Uh, so, those living in Sarpy County, they can now send texts to 911. Uh, Sarpy County officials want residents to remember the catchphrase call if you can, text if you can't. Meaning, if you're in danger and can't call, then texting is、uh, obviously a very good option. They want residents to keep messages brief, providing the sender's location and the type of help that is needed. And all eyes will be on President Trump today to see if he goes ahead with the signing of a revised travel ban. There are reports that Trump is expected to sign a new order at the Department of Homeland Security. There's speculation that green card holders and citizens of Iraq will be exempt from the travel order. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a temporary restraining order last month halting Trump's original order. The controversial order imposed a ban on people entering the U.S. from seven mostly Muslim countries. And the president、uh, continues to defend his assertion that the Obama administration wiretapped phones at Trump Tower during what he called the very sacred election process. 
uh, FBI Director James Comey and the former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper each refuted the claims in weekend talk show appearances. There are calls from the White House for the investigation into the matter. Isn't that a crazy head scratcher? You wonder, like, what is happening? What does any of this mean? Where did this come from? Or you wonder if somebody puts it out there to get the Trump people to think that they were tapped? So they go nuts like this to now they want an investigation to, as well. Like, hey, we'll all look into it. We want everybody wants to investigate up. this this whole Russia issue. Yeah. Get them to bite on this. Uh, but obviously it's showing that FBI director James Comey is, you know, people have been wondering what his politics are since they thought that he threw the, you know, that yeah, he was throwing he threw the, the election, the election anti Hillary. Here he is. I don't think he's. You know, I think they're bipartisan. I think he's a. I think he's a patriot. I don't think you want yeah. to screw around with uh, no the old FBI. Well, no, I mean, and what those are serious accusations to be. I mean, those are felony accusations that you're making against a. You know, at the time of sitting president and an entire intelligence community. I mean, what he what Trump is asserting that they did. Well, to say that highly illegal. Right. Well, to say that the Obama administration should be, you know, would would be behind it. I don't know if it would go that far up. There might be this spooky thing that, I mean, everything's getting tapped now. You never know. I Remember, mean, people always go nuts over those FISA laws, you know, like, we're not reading the fine print in terms of... Well, there would be a paper trail. ...monitoring all of our activities. Mm. The Defense Department is launching an investigation of hundreds of Marines who use social media to trade and solicit possibly thousands of photos of near-naked and naked female service members. Really? Uh, two just, dozen women, yeah. It this baffles it, me and why you would take part in something you know you're going to get busted. Yeah. It's a, a 30,000 30, members. It was a Facebook page. It was shared between... It was a private Facebook page. You know how dumb people are. Yeah. Um, I was so surprised that Facebook has those nudity laws. I was like, how are they able to have these? I mean, Facebook takes down pictures in a heartbeat if they think... Well, you know, I think some of them are like nearly them. nude. I mean, it's like lingerie. Basically, there are a lot of selfies. It's like guys that got a hold of selfies of fellow okay. Marines. It's creepy stuff. They include officers, enlisted service members, and then they identified Who the women were. by rank, name, where they were posted. Uh, photographs were linked to and from a private Facebook page. Well, the Marine Corps Sergeant Major, um, who's the you know the top guy, says that the photos are inconsistent with our core values. I mean, the Marines are taking this really serious. The, the Corps says that officials are taking uh, photos without a person's knowledge could lead to criminal proceedings. Wow. It's almost like, wow. uh, what do they call that, revenge porn? Yes. Which is a problem where... In an era now where people exchange naughty photos, yeah. when relationships go south, people will burn each other or have a collection of photos. Yeah, that they share and, um, or whatever to hurt. I've seen deals where some levels of, of uh, the military service, like during the Gulf War, uh, if a, your girl back home burned you. Yeah, they'll share it around. They would share it. There'd be this the uh, solidarity, Yeah, like whether it's a website or texting him, some kind of deal in private of like, hey... This is Gary's wife, right? She's cheating on him. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's almost like a burn file. Right. I don't know if this is any of that kind of culture. It was called Marines United. That was the name of the private Facebook page. And it was like 30,000 members. And it was like current and former Marines. But it was also like British Royal Navy. And then like Navy. I mean, so it was Marine officers 
from, from, I'm, from all over. But I mean, all over, yeah. So it's not necessarily wow. a website dedicated to naughty photos. It might just be a, a hey, no, marine I mean, page it, it, where it, guys it, talk about marine stuff, and then somebody's been posting these these yeah. pictures. I it didn't sound like it was. It sounded like the point of the page was like to sh- it was a file share, like was to share these photos. It sounded well, less a, like a less like a hey man. Like I mean, I, I it was shared among this group. Okay. But um, anyway, they're investigating. The page has been taken down. There's, you know, I mean, and, and it's it's gonna it's gonna get, it's been getting a lot of attention. Uh, officials in Tennessee are working to prevent the spread of bird flu after the illness showed up in the flock of a breeder who provides chickens to Tyson Foods. Tyson is working with state and federal authorities in Tennessee to destroy more than seventy thousand birds to ensure that no other flocks are infected. Can, can we cook out? Let's say we had bird flu in our chicken. <laughs> I think you could cook it Do out. You cook it out. Well, you could. This is. I mean, I think once you have a right? diseased bird, you're like that's. Are just, you an expert? No, I'm not. I'm just thinking to myself. I guess this is waste. the first confirmed case of bird flu this year in a commercial poultry operation. The U.S. Department of Agriculture says the area is under quarantine. Outbreak doesn't seem to pose any threat to the food supply. Tyson, they're the largest chicken producer in the country. and They're, yeah, they're this- going to take care of it long before it got to us. But yes. I guarantee, Party, if they sold bird flu-laced chicken breasts... Out of a trunk. Half okay. price. <laughs> he would absolutely... Like- can you cook it out? <laughs> he would absolutely be on board. Have you seen the prices lately the on price, chicken? I mean, the geez. prices can't be. You don't have to justify speed. it to me, sir. <laughs> you square that with yourself in your special lady. Oh. Who's like, no, thank you. I think we'll pay the extra to make sure it's disease free, but okay, or virus free. Uh, four automatic bids for the NCAA tournament have been clinched. Wichita State is heading to March Madness. For the sixth straight season, they beat Illinois State over the weekend in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament Championship game in the Atlantic Sun Conference. Florida Gulf Coast for the second straight season has advanced. The uh, um, to and they last year, I guess it's the third time since 2013 when they advanced to the Sweet 16. Winthrop is representing the Big South, and Jacksonville State took home the Ohio Valley Conference. So tournament. these guys will just get pounded in the oh. first game by somebody. Probably oh. they'll be pounded screaming and, and getting dunked on. They'll look like Nebraska versus Michigan last night. Yeah, oh. Nebraska suffered its worst oh. loss in the history of the basketball program I last kept, night. Kept looking at that score, man. Ninety-three like, wow. to fifty-seven on senior night. Now, God bless the players. You know the Husker players and all their fans and parents that were there still pulling for the Skurs. Yeah, uh-huh. but, but apparently no one showed up to the, play basketball in our the end, Wolverine. So. Took us to the woodshed. Uh, It would appear that loneliness is on the rise, even though we have Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and a million other ways to reach out to people just at the our fingertips of a smartphone and it appears that at the heart of things we are still lonely creatures we're becoming more isolated yes uh they say adults who spend ta- a lot of time on social media feel socially isolated uh they like did this survey of americans 19 to 32 and they said uh people who spent more than two hours a day on social media were twice as likely to feel left out compared to those who said that they were maybe on social media 30 minutes a day or less Uh, But on the flip side, almost 7 million people in the UK do not have someone that they would call a close friend. And that's up from 10%. That same question asked in previous years. They say uh, there's a charity. It's the charity's report. You're not alone. Um, And they're saying that the quality of people's relationships maybe has suffered 
due to all the social media. Well, where do we go? You used to have to leave your place or you had to、yeah. go places collectively in public to get things.、Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, people don't have, I mean, look at the culture we live in now where everything comes to you. Yeah. Yes. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yep. Bring it all to me. I don't even need to leave. So, like, we were forced to meet in public、mm-hmm. to and, do stuff. And that is kind of going away. Yeah. Running into people. I'm sure that、whatever. feeds into the isolation, right? Yeah. I mean, if you have a job where, let's say, you work from home or you, know, you have something where you don't have a job where it requires you to mingle with a lot of people, not a typical office setting with the water cooler. I mean, it, it's, it get, you can get isolated very quickly as an adult. You know, as a younger person, you've got school. There are things that draw you out where you have to interact with your peers. But as you get older, there's less and less call for that unless, you know, you're just. Is it because everybody's busy、that. and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I you have also friends. Have... We all have friends. These, they're saying that people are having less and less friends, huh? Yeah, that loneliness、wow. is on the rise. That one in eight adults in the UK say that they don't have a close friend. That they don't have somebody that they would, you know, in a pinch, someone that they would go to, someone who they feel like, you know, no matter it's what. It's got to be smartphones and stuff. People have friends on here, but it's not the same. Yeah. Who would you, you reach out to on that? You can't、list? replicate that online. You、no. still have to build、it's、those that- real relationships in life, which come from、um, intimacy, which takes time,、mm-hmm. trust, share- sharing with other people what's going on in your life. Hearing out. See, nobody wants to hear out what's going on with anyone else anymore. No one、You're、wants、right. to hear each other's problems. We're all like, oh my God, unlike, unfollow, <laughs> wear out, which is sort of like what stitches people together of being able to share experiences, hear each other's problems. We、yeah. don't want that. We're like, I only want the fun friends. <laughs> But then when it's your turn to have a problem, who do you turn to? Yeah, there's got to be. Well, clearly, you've got to have some people on your hand. Yeah, yeah. Facebook.、Um, This is the Big Party Morning Show. Listen. Streaming live 24 hours a day. Log on and get plugged in. Channel941.com. So there's this woman. Her name is Amy Krause Rosenthal. She's、mm-hmm. like a children's author. Well, apparently, she's,、uh, um, she was diagnosed with like terminal cancer. She's you know, dealing with that, the final stages. And she wrote this piece called You May Want to Marry My Husband, in which she basically pens this love letter to her husband saying, like, I want to make sure everyone knows, like, I want him to find someone after me.、Ah, and here is my love letter to him telling you all the reasons why you want to date my husband. Like, then, so, how much time does she have? Oh my God. She said, so the opening line is I've been trying to write this for a while, but the morphine and lack of juicy cheeseburgers have drained my energy and interfered with whatever prose prowess remains. Basically, she's like, I'm in the final stages of ovarian cancer and I'm in and out of like morphine. I'm, I'm, I'm getting stuff, like, I'm、yeah. seriously getting like the tingles just thinking about it. And she's like, but I want to make sure that I write this and I have to stick to it because one, I don't have much time and two, You know, I want to make sure that this is one of the things that I do before I die. And that is that I've been married to the most extraordinary man for 26 years. And I was planning on at least another 26 others, but then cancer happened. And now I want you to know how great he is because I want you, I want him to find someone great to spend the rest of his life with. He doesn't deserve to be alone. Oh my Lord. Oh my God. I, mean, We are, I went to a dinner party、ooh. this weekend. Like all the women, like the guys were like, I can't even. 
Like, so, like, tell Molly to quit bringing up this story <laughs> at the dinner party. <laughs> no, because all these other ladies had read it. Like, it was like the talk. I mean, it was like the the conversation. Like, they're like, did you read the? Because it, it was in the New York Times. It was published in the New York Times. It was making all the rounds on social media. People were were saving it. I mean, like sharing it. I should say. And, and I mean, then the whole- was it making all of your husbands seem lame in comparison? No, I, Did you I mean, think it was of your story that you would throw out there about your. You know, Peter. Well, no, but it made you, know. you think, like, just how all those little moments, because she was like just recounting all the like stupid little things that like he does, and she's like, you know, I know that this is probably me, you know, rose-colored glasses, you know, because of the fact that I mean, sure, there's 26 years of marriage, there's stuff that's annoyed me, but at the end of the day, this is a guy who every morning when I get up for coffee. Leaves some sort of assembly of a smiley face by the coffee machine. Like he'll so, use a banana or what. I mean, like it's just all these different things. They've got grown kids. They were finally empty nesters. They had all these big plans. And then she went, you know, she was having like some, she thought she had appendicitis. And then she's like, they got worse. Yeah, yeah. And then they went to the hospital and it was like, boom. So like everybody's now like, you're all, we're all appreciating your husband's more, right? Right. Like a, yeah. I mean, this was like one of those. smell the roses. Exactly. Right. I mean, and it was just, it was, it was super moving. I mean, it was one of those things where it wasn't, I mean, while it, while it was obviously like a tearjerker, but it was like one of those, like, what a beautiful, I mean, I thought of it less of, of like a sad deal and more just like a, a, a love letter to her husband. So you didn't want to kind of cross your mind a little bit like, Peter, why don't you ever do this stuff? I'm like, well, maybe I should look up Jason Brian Rosenthal. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was super sweet. Like she just, you know, she described him and she's like, you know, he's a sharp dresser just to let you know. Um, you know, he, he's very handy. He can cook, you know, like it was basically her, she's like, this is his, this would be his Tinder account. Like, yeah, this would be his e-harmony or Tinder. Like I know he would never do it for himself. So I'm doing it for him. He's going to need somebody and he deserves somebody. And He's gonna need somebody. She's dying. I know. That's. Awful. I know. It's like crazy. I mean, it's but nuts. She's. I mean, she, I think they met when they were like twenty four. So they've been together, you know, okay. like their whole lives. And uh, she said that he's an easy man to fall in love with. I did it in just one day. Um, talking about how they got set up on a blind date. She's like, it took him a year. <laughs> really? She's like, I knew. Well, no, she was saying that I knew the first night that we went out that I was gonna marry him. She's like, by the end of the dinner, I knew I wanted to marry him. Jason, he knew a year later. Um, but she's like, I've never been on Tinder or Bumble or eHarmony, but I'm just going to create a general profile for Jason right here based on my experience of living in the same house with him for 26 days. Man, it sounds like a movie. It sounds like, it really P- is. It sounds like P.S. I love you. That's what I thought Did of. Did you ever see that one? Yeah. yeah. But Where- that guy writes, so it's a man who's, who's dying and he writes a bunch of letters for his his lady to read after he's passed. I hated that movie. So when she's having a rough day, she opens mm-hmm. the mail and just look, you know. That movie drove me insane. It's awful. It was. I mean, I mean the guy, how selfish was that? If, if you had to do that for a first date. <laughs> you're like, hey, it's let like me move PS, on. PS, I hate you. <laughs> PS, I'm going to taunt you and PS, we're done. Super, yeah. super heavy. I, I'm just saying, it became like a viral sensation over okay. the weekend. I don't know if, you know, it made... The rounds in your houses, but people no, here were no. like, <laughs> talking. now does she write Tinder profiles for other people? <laughs> now I it mean, will. you should hope. Can I hire this is her? Super good. I mean, it's super fantastic. It goes like, viral, does everything you want it to do. I know. 
I mean, I just thought about, but like the one thing that we were talking about is like, obviously, I mean, while it was a lovely letter and you know, everything, I'm like, this guy isn't going to be in the market for anybody, obviously, anytime soon. You never know. I mean, it could be in the market now, (laughs) you know, she's still alive. They're still married. Um, But uh, it's just, it was so beautiful. Like it was one of those things where you read it. And you just thought like that in and of itself is such a gift to like give to her husband. Um, and it just made you look at your own guy or your own gal. So did just, you write like a loose draft of why don't you guys start that trend of like hashtag write your own Tinder profile for your guy? <laughs> like, why don't you make that a thing? So you ladies all go home and write the same deal for your <laughs> man. Remember that? Oh, that'd be really sweet. That'd be really funny. I would love to see. Like, it doesn't have to take a moment like this You're to right. say those words. It doesn't. And that was sort of the, that was, that's a good takeaway is the fact that like it, it, it doesn't need to maybe somebody else's, you know, their, their struggle could be a moment for you to realize I don't want to wait until then to yeah, have that appreciation, have that you know, of course, but then, you know, it's eight o'clock at night. And I'm trying to read in bed. My husband dumps out a big laundry basket of all of his underwear to fold. And I'm like, you know what, really? He goes, and I buried the really bad one in the middle. Uh, The green boxers, they're rolled up in a ball for a reason. It was so funny. Don't unfurl that flag. Honestly, like I was like rereading this thing and he like, comes out and he's like, what you doing? Dump. Rib day. Gross. <laughs> that one is bad. Yeah. And I don't know if you can resuscitate it. I was going to put it straight in the trash can at work, but I felt bad about it. So I camped it out <laughs> oh, no. and I wrapped it up in a couple other pairs of pseudo clean, dirty underwear. Oh no. So, I love you, baby. Oh, I'm going to be in the garage smoking a cigar. <laughs> cigar. No, this was his clean underwear. He does his own laundry. Yeah. That would be one of the things that I would put on the profile. He does his own laundry? He does his own laundry. He always has. He's like, you're not right. my mom. You're now, not my maid. how many points does that get? Oh, huge points. Does it really? Yeah. I remember the fir- when we first got married and I was like, would you want me to? He's like, nope, you're not my mom and you're not my maid. He's like, I do my own laundry. So I'm this good. would be the opening See. line of your letter, love right. letter to your husband. He washes be, his own drawers. He yes. does his own. Hey, ladies. Yeah. Because this is writing a dating profile for your husband if, yes. God forbid, Molly gets hit by a bread truck. Right. I mean, if I get hit and then somebody needs to know about this, he is very sweet. If he ever comes across any funny cat video or whatever, yeah. he will email me. He always, like, it won't have any special note, just the thing, the link in and of itself. Is Looks fade. Note enough. Hair lines recede. Bellies get uh, bigger. Bellies get bigger. Ass is deplete. But doing your own laundry mm-hmm. is usually a habit. Oh, that's a thing. This, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Listen. Streaming live 24 hours a day. Log on and get plugged in. Channel941.com. All right, celebrities, Molly, what's up? Pretty woman, you know, pretty famous, classic movie. Julia Roberts is like. Richard Gere. Heyday, right? Mm-hmm. When you see that that was like her it moment where people yeah. were like, Julie Roberts the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. And plays this, I mean, so the, the, the premise of Pretty Woman is, is, you know, this guy's a super rich dude. He gets lost. He finds himself with a car problem. And next thing you know, this, he meets a hooker with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, hires her <laughs> and they fall in love and the rest is history. A well, apparently. Hooker, a hooker with a heart of gold. Well, it's been the premise of many a movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the original ending to uh, Pretty Woman was quite darker 
Uh, Julia Roberts' character Vivian was supposed to die of an overdose oh in God. the original ending. <laughs> I know. I was like, "Wow, that took a left turn fast." Um, uh, so it was the former Walt Disney Studios chairman, that Jeffrey Katzenberg, and he recently did an interview in New York, and he's like, "I can't tell you how much time we spent debating that script." A Pretty Woman was already going to be an R-rated movie about a hooker on Hollywood Boulevard. And, you know, I mean, it was being made by the Walt Disney Company. They're all like, I mean, it was a pretty already an uphill battle trying to come, you know, hey, right. it's like a fairy tale. But they didn't know whether to do a Hollywood ending. So people lament the Hollywood ending like it's cheesy. But yes. obviously that was a perfect example of why it a Hollywood ending right. is sometimes yeah. needed. No one would have wanted to go see that movie. Right. So I guess he said the original version, it's pretty dark. I think she died of an overdose or something. And what, Richard Gere shows up in a limousine with flowers and is like, I'm here! Because it had a total, yeah. it had a total Rapunzel. Out of the moon roof. Remember, yep. she has to crawl down the fire escape. Mm-hmm. So it would have been him yelling, I'm here! And then no response. <laughs> and then I'm him here. going, okay. He crawls up the fire escape, crawls <laughs> in the window, her. finds her in the tub. Right. And then the camera slowly zooms up. Pretty woman. Walking down. Walking down. He's like, oh God. Then he's got to hire a cleaner to come because he doesn't want his fingerprints anywhere. I mean, it would have been a completely different ending. Or we could have her reanimate. Uh huh. You know, it's got like a zombie tail to it. And then it's a to be continued. Part. I like that. That's how you get part two out of it. Yeah. She comes alive. So there's that. Pretty woman. Uh, Louis Tomlinson got arrested for attacking a paparazzo at LAX. It was like a citizen's arrest. That's what I think is more sad. Really? He was said he was defending his girlfriend who was getting hassled by one of these TMZ douchebags, you yep. know, a guy with a cell phone. And he said he was, uh, I, I guess, I don't know, getting too handsy with her or something. Yeah. He fights with the paparazzi and the paparazzi guy was able to apparently control him and hold him down for a citizen's arrest. Really? I mean, yeah. Uh, he's... <laughs> It's just, I guess the they're saying that the paparazzi provoked and caused the altercation, which Those occurred paparazzi. with Louis. They're just so, terrible people, anyway, right? They I really know, are. Man. We always take the celebrity side. Yeah, Poor Louis, that just I know. sucks. You feel bad about that. And Katy Perry saying her post breakup haircut is just uh, a new take on being feminine. She said it's trying to redefine. Everybody thinks that you know you gotta have these long locks. Well, apparently, Katy Perry says that. We have the same haircut as uh, as um, Scarlett Johansson. She's like, I mean, she's one of the you know sexiest. She got the short hair. Coolest, I, I love yeah. Scarlett it's Johansson. It's not breakup hair, but party watched some of it too. I watched it too. It was yeah. an award show over the weekend, and yep. she made a lot of sort of breakupy kind of comments. Yes, like <laughs> things are so good. I'm good. I mean, the stuff that we joke about. And yes. I like Katy Perry, but she said really prolific answers to stuff like. What dress are you wearing? I'm doing fine. And are you having fun tonight? Yes. No, everything's good. She was she like, I don't get 32. too high, don't get too low. Yeah, just chill. Um, is that just being on a defensive, you think? Maybe. I mean, maybe it's bit. just you know you're going to get all these questions and everyone's going to be talking about it. She says she's 32 now. Uh, Katy Perry said, I'm 32 now and I feel great. I'm really accepting of myself and I've done a little work in that area and it's really paying off. What's the best wow. revenge, Molly? Living well. Living wow. well. So if I was her agent, I would have said you show up, show up last night, call your best looking dude friend. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think Katy Perry would have any trouble finding. No. You got to show up with a good looking dude. Like that's yeah. what she should have done. A winner. A you winner. Know, like, uh, I don't care about whoever. I'm just here with some hot guy. Don't you think that still think works? It's, it still no, works. I think what it still does. works is showing up solo where you're just like, I don't even need a hot guy. I'm good. 
I'm all good. I just got me. No, and that's all I it's need. It's not how you play the game. It didn't come me. across like that. No. It didn't? It's very lonely. Very, uh, <laughs> she's a call his dad. So I don't know. Seacrest asked her, he goes, You know, you were, you've been coming on my radio show because Ryan Seacrest is a DJ. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He goes, you've been coming on my radio show since you first started. Like, um, you know, what do yeah. you think of these award shows? And she was like, I'm fine. I'm old now. You know, <laughs> I used to hate doing them, but now I don't really care. You know, there's nothing else going on tonight. I'm so excited to be out <laughs> eating. I'm good. I ate today. Yeah, I ate today, which is great. I think great. my haircut is great. Does it look good? It's not too short, is it? Ryan was like, okay, good scene. Okay. The struggle is real. And uh, you got to check it out. Uh, the first Deadpool 2 teaser. It's awesome. It's can we so put that funny. on Facebook? We can put that on Facebook. Well, that's it's like good. the Red Band trailer. It's okay. full of language and naughtiness, but goes into production awesome. later. This, Deadpool two goes into production later this year, but they're teasing right. this out. It's out in front of uh, Logan's debut in theaters. So okay. they filmed uh, him doing. They filmed a little scene that won't be in the movie, but yeah. it's him making it's fun good. of Logan, making fun of Heath. Uh, what's his face? Who Superman. plays Logan? Well, uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. 